Unionville Church of Christ, February 9th, 2020. Today's reading is Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 through 17. This is on page 718 of the Pew Bible if you'd like to follow along. The Baptism of Jesus. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this, to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him. And then a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Again, accounting for my errors, this was John chapter 3, verses 13 through 17. Please stand as we go to prayer. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, hallowed be your holy name. Thank you so much for this day and the presence of each one here today, particularly all our visitors. Father, thank you for Jesus who paid our sin debt with his body and his blood. And may our service today glorify him the highest. Also, we pray your Holy Spirit will be with us our midst today in all of our uh, activity. Please bless those who are all planning baptism, Heavenly Father. And then please help us all to be compassionate toward those in the congregation who are ill, having difficult times, and have ongoing nagging issues. We ask you to be with Brother Allen as he brings us the message. Please forgive us when we fail you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. last song, a very appropriate song for us today, where he leads, I will follow. Jesus doesn't ask us to do anything he didn't take the lead in. We're going to look briefly here at Jesus' baptism, and Jesus, you notice in that reading, John John said, now, wait a minute. Uh, I should be baptized by you. And Jesus says, it is proper for us to do this. John, Jesus, me, you. It is proper for us to do this. I want to do whatever God is calling people to do. And if I'm going to follow Jesus where he leads, then I will 
follow him into the water and out of the water. Um, the verses before, right before the verses that were read to you, are these. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the desert of Judea, not in the temple, not in Jerusalem, not around the Sea of Galilee, in the desert, in the wilderness. And saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. This is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah. That prophet said, a voice of one calling in the desert. Prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight paths for him. John's clothes were made of camel's hair. He had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. People went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea and the whole region of the Jordan. Confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. God sent a prophet and the old scriptures had prophesied that God would act and he would send a savior, he would send a messiah and there would be a prophet that would come and prepare the way for him and people would be notified, they would be uh, made aware that God was acting in their day, that the savior was coming and he would be out in the desert and he would call for everybody to straighten up, uh, repent, get ready, uh, confess their sins and bow before God. Be prepared for the Messiah. Make paths straight for the Messiah to come into the territory. And the people reacted. The people responded from the capital city of Jerusalem, from the region around Judea. Many, many people were eager to know about the kingdom of God and getting ready for God's reign and rule in their time. And what was the requested behavior? To bow the knee before God, to repent, to make the path for God to rule and reign in your time and in your life. What was the requested behavior? Step down into the water and symbolically submit yourself to a washing, to getting ready for God. That's when the next step of Jesus coming to John happens. But there were others who came, and I'd like to point that out first. When John, when he saw many of the Pharisees, this is the teaching rabbis in the local synagogues, many of the Pharisees and Sadducees, Sadducees are priests, they work in the temple. Pharisees are rabbis, Sadducees are priests that work in the temple. We see them at odds with each other because they had political power differences. And, uh, but they both came down to John. Coming to where he was baptizing he said to them, you brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. 
And do not think you can say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. Uh, what was the requested behavior to get ready for God and what he was doing? Repent, confess, step into the water, submit, and the power structure of the religious community the teaching rabbis and the elite priests of the temple came to see what was going on. And God's prophet wasn't very polite. And he called them to bow, submit, to step into the water. And what they suspected was true. The axe was at the root of their tree, their power, their influence, their domination over the people was about to collapse, was about to fall, was about to change. God was sending the Savior, the Messiah, in their time and in their world, and it required that they submit. John goes on, I baptize you with water, for repentance, getting ready. But after me will come one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I'm not fit to carry. He'll baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he'll clear his threshing floor, gathering his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire. The Messiah is coming. The kingdom of God is coming. He will baptize with the fire of God, the Holy Spirit, or with the condemning fire of God. It's going to be a winnowing effect. I mean, you're either going to fly one way or the other. You're either going to fall one way or the other over this one. You'll have to decide whether you will bow to God's Messiah or not. Again, what was the requested behavior? Repent, confess, step into the water. Then came Jesus from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. And you heard the rest of that story. And God's declaration when it was over, this, is, this one right here, this one is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. All right? Okay. So we, we know from Jesus' lead, we know from his model that we need to follow him. And where he leads, you know, I will follow. And so he will ultimately call his disciples to proclaim the good news about him to all nations, to every creature. And whoever believes and whoever is baptized will be saved. The people will follow Christ's lead and follow him with their lives. Jump to the end. How does the story of Jesus conclude? His life on this earth. The last week of his life. Four days before the crucifixion. On Monday of the week, he enters Jerusalem and he clears the temple. You remember? 
the realm of the Sadducees, the priests. They're changing money in there. They're taking advantage of people. Their domination and their power is ridiculous. They are manipulating the religious. And Jesus turned over their tables and their, their monies and drove them out of God's house. That was the one he was in when he was 12 years old and he said he had to be about his father's business. And he leaves town that day, goes out to Bethany and stays overnight where his friends are, the house of Lazarus, Mary and Martha. And he comes back the next day. And here's what happens. Jesus entered the temple courts and while he was teaching the chief priests, that's those Sadducees, that's those priest elites. And the elders of the people came to him. By what authority are you doing these things? They ask. And who gave you this authority? Jesus replied, I'll ask you one question. If you answer me, I'll tell you about what authority I'm doing these things. John's baptism. Where did it come from? Was it from heaven or from men? Yee. What's the expected response? What is God calling people to do to get ready for his kingdom? To accept his rule and his reign? Bow the knee. Confess, repent of your sins. Confess of them. Step into the water. They discussed it among themselves. And they said, if we say from heaven, he's going to ask. And why didn't you believe him? But if we say, from men, we're afraid of the people, for they all hold that John was a prophet. These guys had a pickle. They got a problem. They're the only ones there that didn't get baptized. The people were eager to bow the knee before God, confess their sins, get ready for God to act in their time. They were eager for God to rule and reign in their life and in their time. They stepped down into the water. They came from Jerusalem and Judea and all around to John the Baptist and willingly and eagerly got into the water. And Jesus, the Son of God, God made flesh and walking among us, He walked right down into the Jordan River and He said, I want to be baptized. It's proper for us to do this, John, to fulfill all righteousness. Didn't know. No, we didn't know that in the last week of his life, he's going to stand before the same Pharisees and Sadducees who wouldn't step into the water, and he's going to ask them a hard question. Why didn't you get baptized? 
this baptism thing, is it from God or from men? What's your response to that? And they cough and spit. Because they know they're in a hard spot. So they answered Jesus, we don't know. And he said, neither will I tell you by what authority I'm doing these things. You won't answer the truth? I'm not going to answer your question. Well, here we are today. We're 2,000 years down the road. But we all know what God wants us to do. We all know that God wants to rule and reign in our lives. And we know that God calls us to bow the knee, to submit, to admit that we're not perfect, that we are sinners, that we need his forgiveness and we need his help. And he sends us a Savior, his only begotten Son, that whoever believes what the Savior says, whoever responds to the word of the Savior, whoever says in their heart where he leads, I will follow, they will not perish. Sinners they are. They will not perish, but they will have everlasting life. It's true today, just as true as it was when Jesus stood in the river with John the Baptist. It's proper. It's proper for us to do this because God calls us to it. I have never regretted being baptized. Have you? You ever regretted that choice, that decision? No. No. That's the one decision you will never regret making. I don't want to stand before Jesus Christ and him say to me, why didn't you get baptized? Did you think that wasn't from God? You think that was from men? And that won't be the time for me to sandbag and hope for more time and say, I don't know. I'm agnostic on that. I hadn't, I hadn't had enough time to think about it. Because he may say back to me, well, you ain't getting no questions answered either. It's from God. Not my idea, not your idea. It's not the church's idea. God sent the word. God sent the gospel. God sent us an invitation and an opportunity. And today we have five young people who are prepared and ready to answer that call and step into the water with the Lord. We're going to stand and sing together, and I'll ask those kids to come forward and anybody else that would love to be baptized today. We invite you to.